0: Arts news from around the area. Welcome to the Creative Cafe, sponsored by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo. Promoting and supporting the arts, arts organizations, and artists throughout Greater Kalamazoo. On 590 and 106.9 FM, WKZO.
1: Good morning. Welcome to Creative Cafe. I'm Kristen Chesick, the Executive Director of the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo. Happy to be here with you this December 24th. Uh, happy New Year coming up, but uh, today is also New Year's, uh, Christmas Eve. So, oh, happy Christmas Eve to those of you who are celebrating. We're going to run down this day in history, so we're going to jump right into it. In 1777, uh, James Cook discovered Christmas Island. In 1818, on this day, the Christmas Carol Silent Night was composed by Franz Xavier Gruber. And it's first sung at the St. Nicholas Parish in Oberndorf, Austria. In 1851, fire devastates the U.S. Library of Congress and destroys 35,000 volumes. In 1920, Enrico Caruso gives his last public performance with the Metropolitan Opera. In 1922, the BBC broadcasts its first British radio play, The Truth About Father Christmas. And in 1924, at the Richard Rodgers Theater, uh, actually the Richard Rodgers Theater opens, um, uh, 46th Street in St. Uh they, they are open for the first time in 1924. In 1951, the first opera commissioned for television, A Mall in the Night Visitors. And that premieres on NBC and with the NBC Opera Theater. In 1956 on this day, Christmas Eve, The I Love Lucy Christmas show airs, but it was never put into syndication. So I think it's going to be very difficult to actually find that now. In 1966, on Christmas Eve, Oscar Brand and Paul Nassau's musical A Joyful Noise closes only after 12 performances. And in 1970, Walt Disney releases the animated musical The Aristocats, featuring the voices of Phil Harris, Eva Gabor, Hermione... Baddeley, Sterling Holloway, and Scatman Carruthers. So if you're wanting to uh, take a little trip down memory lane, you can look up the Aristocats. It's probably on the Disney Channel. And that's what happened on December 24th in the arts. And here's what's happening around town. So uh, Kwanzaa Festival is a week-long celebration of Kwanzaa. The one that we have here in Kalamazoo is being curated by Soul Artistry in collaboration with the Society for History and Racial Equality, Sisters in Business, the Black Wall Street Kalamazoo, Rooted, the Black Arts and Cultural Center, Healing Hearts Studio, and Brown Boy, Brown Girl Reads. It's sponsored by the Kalamazoo Community Foundation. And all the events are free. So... This is honoring uh, African heritage and black culture. It's observed from December 26th to January 1st. So coming up on Monday, there is a Kwanzaa kickoff at The Space at 5 p.m. That's downtown Kalamazoo. On Tuesday, there is a self-care session at The Space from 5 to 6.30 p.m. On Wednesday, collective work and responsibility is being celebrated. So Black History Trivia with Cher at the space. On Thursday, we have Kalamazoo by Black Day with the Sisters in Business and Black Wall Street Kalamazoo. And then on Friday, December 30th, there's a virtual Reiki session, and that's facilitated by Healing Heart Studio. You can register at Info at gmail.com. Then there's a breakfast on December 31st, New Year's Eve, um, that's books with brown boy, brown girl reads at the space from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. And then Saturday, January 1st, we uh, finish up the Kwanzaa Festival with Faith, a virtual recipe sharing, building the Kwanzaa cookbook. So hopefully you can um, get out and uh, celebrate Kwanzaa locally in Kalamazoo being curated by Soul Artistry. If you're celebrating Christmas this year, you're going to not want to miss the Gilmore Car Museum's Winter Wonderland Christmas event. And that's running through December 30th. So you can get out there and actually drive through the lights. And you can also um, walk through the lights anytime you want if you go downtown to Bronson Park uh, after dark. The park is beautifully lit this year. And if you're going up the Grand Rapids Way, L-M-C-U Ballpark also has a drive-through-the-light show. And if you're celebrating Hanukkah this year, the menorah in the park is up and uh, and the last couple of nights are coming up here, so uh, 6 o'clock is going to be the lighting of the menorah for the last two nights. And when we come back, we're going to talk with Deb Droppers, who is the organizer of New Year's Fest, which is an annual event going on in Kalamazoo since 1985.
0: Kalamazoo is rich in arts and culture. Our commercial, educational, and creative economies thrive when our community has spaces and places to connect and outlets for creative expression. The arts improve individual well-being, drives tourism, sparks creativity, and strengthens our bonds. The Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo encourages you to give to an arts organization of your choosing. We are better together because of the arts. Visit KalamazooArts.org to see all of the happenings in our community. That's KalamazooArts.org or on any of our social media platforms. This message is brought to you by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo, proudly supporting more than 200 artists and arts organizations in our community. The Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo exists to infuse arts and culture into the commercial, educational, and creative economies of our region. You're listening to The Creative Cafe, sponsored by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo on 590 and 106.9 FM, WKZO.
1: And we're back. Good morning. Welcome to Creative Cafe and Happy Christmas Eve here from Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. I have with me Deb Droppers. Uh, Deb, you and I have known each other for a long time. You are uh, the events guru in Kalamazoo. And uh, I'm here to talk to you today about New Year's Fest. But before we get to that, you're on Creative Cafe this morning. So what is your favorite morning beverage?
2: Oh, without a doubt, coffee. Yeah, And lots of it. Lots of coffee.
1: Do you put anything in that coffee?
2: I don't. I drink it straight black.
1: And I probably Mm -hmm. have at least a pot a day, if not more. Wow, okay. So that, yeah, keeps you going. That's what's pumping through your veins right now. Well, we understand that because you are busy. You're very busy. You guys have been, uh, I'm sure, for the last few months getting ready for New Year's Fest. Um, How long have you been in charge of New Year's Fest? Oh, well, it it
2: will really show my age. (laughs) Um, I started in 1993, uh, but... The real story is way back in nineteen ninety oh nineteen eighty five. Mm-hmm. um 1985, Cheryl Scully, who was city manager at the time, and she had just become city manager, handed me this little, you know, how typewriters and parchment paper, remember the old typewriters, and you mm-hmm. put that little piece of paper in there and you'd type out your little letter?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, she handed me this letter, and this letter was from two women, Maxine Becker and um, Jean Houston, and they said, we have a vision. And that vision is we want to bring a first night celebration to Kalamazoo. And Cheryl handed me that letter, and she looked at me and she said, whatever it takes, you make sure that this
1: happens in Kalamazoo. And So there we go. And here we are. And here we are. And the date on that again? Was that? That was 1985. 1985. So it's been happening for a while now and been very successful.
2: You know, we even did this event through, remember, Y2K. Mm -hmm. Yes, we were all worried that everything was going to end. Yep. Yep. And we did it during covid And what we did um, on December 31st, 2020, is we did it on the steps of the Radisson, and we turned those steps into a stage. Um, And, you know, of course, the numbers were very small, and we had um, tents, and people wore masks outside, and we had at least some performers, but what happened was that helped us realize that we can do live bands in the cold outside. Now, I'm going to admit to you, we became a little bit wimpy over the past (laughs) few years before that because we were always like, no, no, you can't have any entertainers play outdoors and freeze their fingers. Mm -hmm. Um, You just can't do that. We have to really push indoor-indoor. But what COVID has helped us realize is that we are a festival, Mm -hmm. and that festival means you're going to put up big old tents, you're going to put heaters in those tents, and you're going to create this way for the community to come in and to pop in to experience music and to experience entertainment, but also feel free to walk to go do something else and that's really the essence of what a festival is. A Mm -hmm. festival allows you to kind of um, pick what performances you want to see and stay as long as you want to stay. Now, In some of the churches, it's a little disrespectful to leave a performance while it's happening, but we can do that in Bronson Park. So what we've done is we've made New Year's Fest more flexible in terms of how people can participate in the experience of that entertainment venue. And we have bands performing out on the stage. Ugh. It's I know it's cold. So we have heated <laughs> tents. And the cool thing is is that New Year's Fest really always has been and still is a festival and a performance that you can kind of create mm-hmm. your own journey on that night between six and midnight and yet still come together at midnight. And be with a whole bunch of people you may know, you may not have seen for a long time, or you may not know at all. And watch that ball drop, watch the fireworks, and say, wow, we are a community. And that's the cool thing about New Year's Fest.
1: Yes, it is. It is the cool thing. And 2022 is shaping up to be a great New Year's Fest. You mentioned 6 to midnight. Where are these heated tents that you're talking about? So it's
2: in Bronson Park. Um, We actually have, um, like, 12 venues. Mm -hmm. Um, We have 17 performers, 12 venues, and it makes for, here we go, 60 different performances. Doesn't that make you tired? Yes. (laughs) Me but too. it's good. It's good.
1: No, it's it's excellent, though, because that's so 12 different venues uh, all within walking distance. Right. of Bronson Park.
2: So bundle up and walk.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then you mentioned that you have 17 performers lined up to perform. Can you give us a quick rundown of the entertainment plan for this year?
2: Sure. So we kind of what we really recommend is um, go to our website, mm-hmm. um, and our website is www.newyearsfast.com. And in the entertainment tab, we've tried to categorize some of those entertainers into different categories. So if you have um, kids. We have kind of a really cool track that you can, now I'm talking like it's a conference or something, we have (laughs) a really cool track where you can see Alan Samola, who's a magician and a ventriloquist, Richard Paul, Spoonman, who performed a really, really, really long time ago. He juggles spoons. (laughs) And then, of course, Zemo, the yo-yo master, who literally adults, And kids can tell him his performance and what he's going to say before he says it, because it hasn't ever changed. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's quite the stick. And then, of course, we have Preston Lieford, and he is in the heated tent, which is really fun. Because he projects his performance up in the up on the ceiling of the tent, it's kind of wild. Hmm. Anyway, he um, participated in America's Got Talent in 2021. The other thing that's cool is Ada Leanne. She also um, participated in. Um, America's got talent with the NBC TV show mm-hmm. by Kelly Clarkson and Snoop Dogg. Mm-hmm. She advanced pretty far into that song contest season. She has been with us since I think she was maybe 14 and she is mm-hmm. amazing and it is so much fun because New Year's Fast kind of pick some of these young emerging artists and they grow up here at New Year's Fest. So Mm -hmm. like Alan Samola, same thing happens. Only now he's got a baby and he's in his Well, maybe late 30s, but he's been with us a really long time since he also was 15. Mm -hmm. So they take the stage, they um, perform in front of their community with the comfort of knowing people will love them regardless, and they grow and expand their performance, and then they go off and they do great things. And we couldn't be prouder of the fact that they started here
1: at New Year's Fest. Well, that's just that's wonderful. And it's good to know that we can go to the website and find out all about all of the entertainers that you have for the night 17 different performances in 12 venues heated tents outside. You had mentioned also ball drop and fireworks at midnight, which is great. Always a fun way to ring in the new year. Uh, How much does it cost to attend? Advanced ticket sales are
2: seven dollars, and day of in Bronson Park is ten.
1: That's it. You
2: do you do need a button. Um, mm-hmm. I always say button wrong. You do need a button for the heated tents.
1: I gotcha.
2: Um, this of course, the the fee doesn't begin to be able to pay okay. for this event. And that is why we are so very thankful that our foundations here in Kalamazoo have wrapped their arms around the opportunity to be able to create a super affordable evening um, and along with our sponsors. So we couldn't be more fortunate to be able to offer it at such a, I don't want to say
1: cheap, but affordable price. Oh, no, it's a very affordable price, and it's good because you want to be able to bring the whole family, and oftentimes, you know, one or two people attending an event, you know, 20 bucks is not a big deal per person, but then you have a family of five, that -hmm. becomes a big deal. So it's nice to know that there's something on New Year's Eve that, that an entire family can afford to come out and do, and we are all Michiganders, so we know you got to bundle up in December. Um, so you said www.NewYearsFest.com. That's where I can find everything. And um, if I'm going to buy that button ahead of time, where am I getting those again?
2: So there's a number of different options. Um, the Harding's locations uh, all carry them as well as Midtown Fresh uh, and at Maple Hill Auto Group, who is our presenting major sponsor, but those Harding locations, and they have them right at their service desk but i 'd get them soon. We did a limited number of buttons um, because of our sites also mm-hmm. being kind of limited with the number of people that they can have but Get up there, make a great stocking stuffer, um, and it's also super easy to go to any Harding's locations and buy those buttons.
1: Exactly, exactly. I've been talking with Deb Droppers, uh, the event—I don't know—event coordinator, event guru, event queen of Kalamazoo <laughs> um, about New Year's <laughs> Fest. Thirty-seven years and counting. So glad to see that it's still going on. Deb, thank you so much for letting us know. Thank you, and uh, Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you.
0: Thanks for taking the time this morning to join us at the Creative Cafe. The arts are a vast subdivision of culture composed of many creative endeavors and disciplines. Art can include forms as diverse as prose writing, poetry, dance, acting, or drama, film, music, sculpture, photography, illustration, architecture, collage, painting, craft, and fashion. The Arts Council strives to support all these art forms and the creators that bring the art to us, but we can't do it alone. If you are a local business looking to deepen your connection to the community, consider an arts sponsorship. It creates visibility, improves your company's reputation, and generates traffic through your business both online and through sales. Sponsorships also help keep ticket prices down to allow for more access to arts events in our community. If you are looking to support your community and drive business to your business, contact the Arts Council at KalamazooArts.org and we'll help you find a
1: sponsorship that's right for you. It's a win-win, now you know.